Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is season three, episode 48, or episode number 148 overall, if you keep track of such things. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. Craig, we're back uh, back. after a a more somber week. Yes. Not a ton of news going on, but a lot of news relating to a little bit of what we talked about last week. Um, So, but you know what? This week, we are going to start where we always start, and that is with a beer. Craig, what are you drinking? I'm drinking another beer that you gave me. Okay, so... So I put in an order to New Park Brewing last week because (laughs) they were delivering to various parts of the state and they had picked Milford. So basically every week they see where the most people are asking them to deliver and they schedule deliveries. They delivered a case of beer to my house last Friday. They are extremely high rated here in the state. One of my close friends, a gentleman named Sean, not our contributor Sean, but another Sean, told me it's probably the best beer in Connecticut. And I was like, okay. So which one are you drinking right now? Right now, I'm drinking Blender Black and Blue. So this is the very fruity, multi-fruited sour. It's a Berliner Weiss. A Berliner Weiss, which is technically a sour. I can tell you this right now. I would not drink a full glass of this, but I did not hate this beer. That's, That's good for you with a sour. I don't, I don't, there's, there's, this is one of maybe a half dozen sours I will drink, and I've tried dozens of them. It's, My wife uh, loves sours. Blueberries, blackberries, and black currants. So, okay, give it a try. And I, I, I already opened it and put it in a glass, but I'll yeah, try Yeah, mine too. Sorry, no sound effect <clears throat> for the podcast today, guys. <laughs> That's actually not a, a canned sound effect. We actually do open the cans on the air usually, but I actually opened mine in advance because I am drinking <laughs> a beer called Eager to Share by Marlowe, I think it's Marlowe Brewing, that, uh, again, my friend Sean from Curling got for me. Um, and uh, I've, I've got that in the glass. I'm getting ready to try that. I want to make sure I have the name of the brewery right. I'm searching it real quick. Yeah, Mar- Marlowe Artisanal Ales. So, all right, so what did you think, Craig? Uh, very good. I don't get a lot of sourness out of it. Definitely right. very berry. Reminds me of Road Jam, which isn't very- necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, no, that, that, that's just a strictly raspberry uh, sour taste with roji, raspberry and lemongrass. So uh, the beer that I have, I would have shared with you, except I only got one can of it. <laughs> um, but it's, it is distributed through 12% up in North Haven, where we do have to eventually make an attempt to go. Um, so Eager to Share is, is a, is a 4.2 on untapped. So I'm very excited about this. Let me see how this goes. It's an American pale ale. I'm letting it wash over the palate. Wow. That is a tiered flavor. It starts out very... Wow, I don't even know how to describe this. That that flavor, the flavor washes over you in stages. It's very malty up front. Oh, wow, the bitterness is hitting me right now in no. the back end. <laughs> that was a delay. Yeah, it is. It is very multi up front and then you get this real kind of lager transition and as the lager fades out you just get the dryness of an of uh, of the hops coming in wow that is that is very interesting i probably would drink more of this if i had it uh, but i don't a quick funny story i could not get this beer's name out of my head really because it's called eager to share and during the covid days when i've been stuck at home pretty much every night i've been playing a lot of hearthstone on my computer. Craig, have you ever played Hearthstone? 
Uh, I have not played in a few months, but yes. Okay. So for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, it's an electronic card game produced by Blizzard, the same folks who do Warcraft. There's a mode on it called Battlegrounds, which is basically auto chess. If you know what auto chess is, you basically know what um, Battlegrounds is. For those who don't know, it's you get a limited supply of, of uh, coins that you have to then use to buy a lineup of, of minions to fight for you. And you get to change their order and you get their certain cards that make them stronger, blah, blah, blah. It's basically all an online card game. Well, one of the most, one of my favorite minions to play is, uh, I think it's called a fiendish helper or something like that. But every time you play it, every time you play one of these cards in the game, it announces its presence. They all have catchphrases. Well, his catchphrase is useful things eager to share. So ah. I've heard the phrase useful things eager to share at least once a day for the last like four months. Well, it feels like four months. but <laughs> And so so I see this beer called eager to share and all I can hear in my head is the cartoon voice going useful things eager to share. And that, so I got stuck in my head. <laughs> So, but the beer is better nice. than the, uh, the nice. thing. But if, you, if you're looking for something to try, Craig, you should try Battlegrounds. The um, the walkthrough is actually really, really good. I mean, Christy learned it just doing the walkthrough, and she enjoys it too. So. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, it'll drive you nuts, but it's a lot of fun. Um, all right. Burning hot takes. Craig, giving or receiving tonight? Um, receive. Okay. All right, well, let's start with one of the big news stories of the week, which was yep. that the NFL finally acknowledged that it kind of took a tone-deaf tone deaf approach to Colin Kaepernick and the protests and the taking a knee during the national anthem right. and reversed course. Yes. My question to you is, did you see the video that the players put together? I think it was nine of them came together. And put together a video about, you know, how they support Black Lives Matter. Did you see this video? I did see the video. Okay. There was one particular player in the video that a lot of people were like, whoa, Patrick Mahomes is in this. Mm-hmm. And one league source said, under the under anonymity, told an ESPN reporter, I knew Roger would react because he and everyone else knows Patrick is the man. Craig... Were you shocked to see Patrick Mahomes take this stand? And do you really think that's what finally pushed Goodell over the edge? Uh, no, I'm not shocked he was in the video. It might have been shocking for some people who've never heard him talk before because of his voice. Sounds like, Sound? He sounds like 18. <laughs> he does. Um, uh, do you think it's what pushed Roger over the edge? Maybe a, a little... I think he did have he does have some clout because right now he's the top quarterback in the NFL and he just came off a Super Bowl win and he's young and he's young you know and Tom Brady's not the golden child of the NFL anymore he's too old he's an old man <laughs> it's a young so, man's game Listen, so yeah I think Patrick, it it did help Patrick Mahomes pushes all the buttons from a PR perspective as of right now, he doesn't have a, the biggest slight against his character is that he eats ketchup with everything. That is the worst thing that ha, anyone's ever been able to say about this guy so far. His jersey sales are crazy. He's taken Kansas City to its first Super Bowl in 50 years, or nearly 50 years. And he is right now, he is the face of the league. 
Yes. When the face of the league stands up and says this, you have to take notice. My problem is if the NFL's altruism was really what was showing through here, Mm -hmm. they would have done this before it got to this point. They would have taken this stance long before Patrick Mahomes forced them into this situation. So to mm. me, it's a very hollow gesture on the NFL's part. It's Maybe. almost like they had to do it. But I mean, look how long it took them to acknowledge concussions are a thing. Yes, exactly. So, this no. is, this is We talk about systematic issues. We've talked about systematic issues with police and systematic racism. This is a systematic issue with the NFL. The NFL has always turned a blind eye to things it just doesn't want to deal with. Right. And it did it again here. And this time it came back to, and again, well, not this time came back like in the example of concussions which is a great example came back to bite him in the ass so you know what i got no sympathy for roger goodell and his poor kind of little you know we were wrong speech yeah you were wrong we told you we were wrong three years ago we've been telling you you're wrong the whole time on this podcast the only thing i defended the league on was that legally they could tell the players they could not protest because they were on the job right yeah, and I we didn't, I didn't. we agreed on that because right. that's Check just the a thing I never said that the pro- they could not protest. I said they could not. They could legally be told they can't protest while at work. Right. That's that's. I never said I, I agreed with, or agreed or disagreed with them. I backed them on that. Which, I really. I which them. could happen at any job. Yes. Oh no. That's that's just standard labor law. Yeah. That's standard <laughs> labor law. Unless you violate a, a, a law of the state or government, state or federal government, in doing so. An employer can impose virtually any responsibility on you as you're being employed. You go to McDonald's and they hand you a shirt and tell you you have to wear it. Right. It's it's. And if it's you don't Ill- wear it, guess what? <laughs> you are terminated. Right. <laughs> I had I, I had another conversation that I won't get into right now, where somebody was like, "I don't know what to do," and it was involving family members and family members wanting to own guns and like, "I'm not comfortable having guns in my home." You own your home. If the family member wants to bring a gun into the home and you're not comfortable with it, the gun doesn't come through the door. They can yeah. scream about the Second Amendment all they want. No one's telling them they can't own a gun. They're saying they can own a gun somewhere other than your home. <laughs> yes. I mean, there are who's, limits. Whose name is on the the lease or, you know, the, the deed is the deed in the or whatever. Does not want the gun in the house. <laughs> right. Their name is on the deed. They set the rules. And I hate the expression, my house, my rules. But in but situations like true. this, and nobody's forcing you to stay there. No one is saying you can't do what you want to do. You just can't do what you want to do under my roof. And that's completely fair to say. Same thing with an employer. An employer can't say you can't protest on your day off. They're saying you can't protest while I'm paying you to do a job. And right. whether it's you like it or not, that's legal. So, all right. So Roger Goodell can go to hell. Um, I'm pretty much I've never been a huge fan of him but I've always kind of backed the league I'm not on this one who was the commissioner before Goodell what was his name I don't remember I mean it doesn't really matter I'm just saying oh god Uh, that guy that guy before Goodell um, was it Tagliabue yeah that sounds right Paul Tagliabue I feel like there was somebody in in between them but I think no I think I, yeah, I, yeah, because believe it or not, Goodell's been in charge of the league since 2006. That long, Just huh? Just it up. It's been 14 years of ineptitude at the top. <laughs> 14 <laughs> years of just kind of quiet, kind of caving to crazy old men. So, all right, what do you got for me tonight? 
so for me, you know, we haven't done our rankings yet officially. Hi. So two second side story. Yeah. I put out the call to rankings to our entire podcasting network. The source, the Sean, the cinch. I sent them all a message. The only one who writes me back is Craig. <laughs> Everybody else is just kind of like, what? <laughs> I'll call you later. I can't hear you. The connection must be bad. It's a text message. There is no connection. What? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right, so yeah, back to your point. So that there, you're all put on notice. Those of you who listen, you're all put on notice. You got any, if you got a text message from me this week, say, where are your rankings? Uh, where was I? <clears throat> oh, yes. Talk about rankings. Yes, yes, yes. So some preliminary rankings are coming out clearly because oh, yeah. we're in the summer now. And I'm looking at QBs, right? Okay. And the top two QBs to get that are predicted to go first are Uh Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Okay. And depending on your league scoring, you can argue which one of them you would take first. Yeah. Here's the question. I'm going to tell you who number three was, and you tell me if this is accurate. Yeah. The number three quarterback to go in the Mm -hmm. second round... Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Okay, so his ADP is fourteen point eight, and he's the third QB off the board in the fourteenth round. In the sorry, the second round. So that would be two point eight. Two point eight. Sorry, I that's read that way back. too high. Yes. First off, don't take a quarterback in the first three rounds unless it's dynasty. Don't. There's no reason in redraft for you to take a quarterback in the first three rounds. So. Okay. Um, I laughed and said no. Yeah, I'm kind of there too. But So a little bit of insight as to how I operate. Before I do my rankings, I read a lot of other people's rankings. I look at a lot of what other people have to say. I look at a lot of draft guides, a lot of the guys who put this stuff out early, and then I make my own decision. I have looked at two draft guides already because I'm starting to put together my list, and both of them have Prescott at three. Really? Not going to lie to you. Yep. He doesn't even have, have a contract yet. Well, I mean, he I doesn't? guess he's well, he technically is. has he's to technically play. Under contract. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to, but he's under True, contract. Right. Listen, there are, in the one guy I trust more than anybody else, there are eight guys in the three to 400 point range for a season long under what he's projecting. He is projecting Dak to have over 4,000 yards passing. And probably in the realm of about 30 touchdowns that's i think ambitious i don't think he's going to be that good i really don't but i do think that he so who so who's better than him i'm going to put mahomes and jackson ahead of him yeah who else in redraft are you putting ahead of him Uh, i need to look at a list like maybe russell wilson yeah i would definitely put russell wilson ahead of him what about deshaun Houston's a train wreck. We have no idea what to no, expect. No, especially out of now that um, Hopkins is gone. Hopkins uh, is gone. I don't know. Do we think Josh Allen's going to have numbers? I'm not convinced, but Carson Wentz I might put up there. Well, see, Josh Allen has Stefan Diggs now. Mm. But how well is Diggs going to adjust to Buffalo? There's so many people moving in these conversations. Yeah, that's the problem. You know what I mean? I mean, the sh- Houston has so many moving pieces. Buffalo has moving pieces. Matt Ryan, I... I swear to God, one of these days, someone's going to just beat the crap out of me for my love of Matt Ryan. But I think I got to I don't think I take Matt Ryan before Dak Prescott, but it's close. It is damn close. 
What about are we I mean, really ranking Breeze? We haven't even said Breeze or Roethlisberger or Stafford yet. Are we really downgrading yeah. the old guys that much? Then there's Darnold, who's you know actually going to be healthy this year, I assume. And starting the season without the threat of the looming injury of Quincy Anunua. Yes, please, NFL, give him a job doing something. (laughs) Yes, yes. So, all right. Even, even, here you go, even Kyler Murray. And I went on record saying I think Kyler Murray could be, could break out like the, could be the next Mahomes. And I got soundly rebuffed. (laughs) Cinch totally disagreed with me there. I think. Now at Hopkins, maybe. If pieces fall in the right place in Arizona, we could see we could see Kyler Murray substantially improve. Substantially improve. Four thousand yards is not out of the question for Kyler no. Murray at all in a full season, in my opinion. But all right, my last question. Mm-hmm. So I talked about how Patrick Mahomes has talked out on social justice issues. Yeah. You know who has been absolutely quiet? Who? Has not said a word. Mm-hmm. Our dear personal friend, Jerry Jones. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys have released nothing in support of Black Lives Matter. Nothing about how they try to be a good team in terms of addressing racial issues. Dead silence. Now, from any other NFL owner, this wouldn't be strange. But you're talking about a guy who tweets when he signs beverage deals for the stadium. <laughs> he did. When, was it they went to Coke or they went to they Pepsi? They went to Coke when the when the I think they went to Coke when the league wanted them to do Pepsi and he made sure the world knew about it via press release. <laughs> he makes his voice heard when he gives a damn. Craig, what do you make of Jerry Jones's inexplicable silence? <sighs> now that the NFL said sided with the players i think that stopped jerry jones because clearly jerry jones does not like controversy because it detracts it detracts from jerry jones and jerry jones cowboy show but jerry jones loves controversy that focuses on jerry jones right and this does not so i don't know it's i mean i feel like they're going to have to say something because last year or Honestly, time is blended in my head. Didn't he walk out into the field arm in arm with all the players? And then took a knee and stood back up before the anthem. All the cameras on him. Big smile on his face. I'm out here. I'm Jerry Jones. This is my franchise. I'll show you how we protest. Yep. So, yeah, they have to say something, I'm assuming, but I don't know. I partly even don't think they're... I think they're they may not, which wouldn't shock me. So let me let me just let me just tell you that according to Wikipedia, about sixty eight percent of the players in the NFL are African American. Right. Let me breaking news to Jerry Jones. Your three biggest offensive weapons are all African American. Don't you can't be quiet. You can't. You have to at least re- release a statement saying you support this or, or that you guys as an organization, you have to say something. Half the signs I've seen at protests on TV, and we did we did go to a, a rally locally here. I saw several signs that said silence equals complicity. You can't not say anything. Roger Goodell, who doesn't like to even acknowledge concussions exist, <laughs> that for 10 years 
if you started a word with C, didn't make a difference what the word was, he threw his hands over his ears and ran out of the room screaming la 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 la, has stood up and acknowledged this. The best player in the league, from in my opinion, and from a merchandising standpoint, has acknowledged this. Multiple players have put this out there. Jerry Jones, if Jerry Jones wants to have any credibility when Jerry Jones wants to speak, Jerry Jones needs to start speaking. And I know he listens to this podcast, so I'm speaking right to him there. <laughs> it's time for you to get off your ass, get out of whatever bunker you're living in. You no, know, he's in his boat. He's not in a bunker. He's on his boat. He's scared to come back to the mainland because of COVID. I mean, it, I is, get it. it is a nice boat. And he is old. Right. Get off your ass, make a statement, show your players that they matter to you. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Well, Craig referenced as uh, we, we start – and his question we, as we're going on – God, that beer's going to my head already. Um, make uh, We're making up our, our, our rankings. We're starting to get ready for draft season. Believe it or not, it's the second week of June. Draft season starts on July 1st. We only have bananas, two more man. episodes. It's bananas. It's bananas. Two more episodes until we start our draft our, – our formal draft prep on the air. And a lot of it's already happening behind the scenes. So let's talk about some of the other things that, that's going on that could affect your draft. Okay. There's a big one out there. And that's that Dalvin Cook said he's no longer taking part in team activities until he gets a fair deal. Dun, 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 dun. The only thing that can come of this, in my opinion, is that it lessens the chances that Dalvin Cook will injure himself before, <laughs> before this, the season this starts. This is true. <clears throat> so I did some research on this. One of the sites I read, um, and I won't say who it is, does an injury vulnerability index. <laughs> and what this is, is just based on age, workload, and past history, what ranking players' risk of injury. Okay? Mm -hmm. They had Cook third really? on their list of like most vulnerable running backs. He's had an ACL tear. He's had a hamstring strain. He's had something called an SCJ injury, which I haven't even had time to look up. What wow. does that even mean? I have no idea what that even means. SC, uh, sternoclavicular joint dislocation. Is that his shoulder? Um, <clears throat> He's had multiple shoulder dislocations, by the way. The dude is a walking injury. Oh, it's uh, your, uh, it's the, your clavicle. Okay, that's a problem. You don't want that. To, you don't want to dislocate that. You don't. So historically speaking, ACL tears like his have a recurrence rate of about 18%. Hamstrings are current, like one out of every three. But the SCJ injury is rare, but does have a relatively high re-injury rate. Do you know what the re-injury rate for a shoulder dislocation is? Uh, no. That's not, that has not been surgically treated because he's dislocated both shoulders at different points. But only the right one had an operation. Okay. So, no, it's I don't. 40, what is it? 42 to 50 percent. <sighs> so that means he's going to run into someone or get tackled and it's going to pop again. There is a 50 percent chance at any point in time when he's tackled, he could dislocate his left shoulder. But <laughs> he's holding out because he wants a new deal. <laughs> now, do you think this deal is going to affect other running backs? Be like, hey, I want money, too. I think that's exactly where this idea is coming from. Didn't didn't we just go through this with Zeke a year ago? We did. 
Ezekiel Elliott stood up and said, I need to be paid. And then he you went to Mexico. That, you don't think Dalvin Cook looked at that and said, wait a minute, I was mostly healthy this year. Don't I deserve to be paid? Yep. I think he absolutely did. He absolutely did. So, Craig, are we going to see Dalvin Cook on the field? I Is he going to hold out? I don't think <sighs> they're going to give him a new contract. I don't. They're nah, not going to give him a new maybe deal. Maybe not. He played 14 games last year, and, and that's the healthiest he's ever been. I so, think, be- yeah, because of his injury history, I can't see. He's not going to get a Zeke deal. Yeah. Yeah. At all. He needs, he if he comes out, I would look at him and, say, and I saw one guy say, listen, tell him right up front, you're going to franchise tag him. <laughs> and not and not in a negative way, because the franchise tag for running backs, I don't know if you've noticed, but they're using them a lot on quarterbacks. They're using them a lot on offensive and defensive linemen. Not so much on running backs, and that's because the running back deals are getting very high. If they said to him now, we're going to franchise you for 2021, they have to guarantee him somewhere in the realm of $13 million. That's that's pretty much what he's asking for. Well, I just read something else. He wants more than Christian McCaffrey, who makes $16 million a year. No, you haven't earned it. Listen to me. You have not earned it. (laughs) You have not put out the numbers that Christian McCaffrey has had. You have not played as many games in the last two years as Christian McCaffrey has. He play, I'll pull it up. I, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong on that. Let's do this live. <laughs> Let's do this live. How many games did Christian McCaffrey play? Because he just came into the league in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. No, he was in 2017. Okay. He started. He play, appeared in every game in 2017. Okay. Okay. He's played since 2017. So has Dalvin Cook. They came in in the same class. Okay. Total <clears throat> games appeared in Christian McCaffrey, 48. He has never missed a game. Dalvin Cook, 29. <laughs> game started Christian McCaffrey, 42. He started every game in the last two years. Total for uh, Cook, 28. He started 24 games in the last two years. Hmm. So the guy who score, the guy who is an All Pro and doing crazy things and plays and thirty-two games, doubling as a wide receiver. Yeah, the guy had a thousand yards receiving this year. A thousand yards receiving. Most of the receivers in the league didn't get a thousand yards receiving. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. So you know what? No, you you have not earned it. You have not earned a Christian McCaffrey level deal. You haven't, in my opinion, and I because don't think Minnesota's going to give it. Look what happened to Todd Gurley. Yeah. Oh, he's next on my list. That's a great Uh-oh. segue. <laughs> nice. Well, you know what? Before I get to Gurley. Yes. So right now, Alexander Madison, the back, the backup in Minnesota, is going around the fifth pick of the tenth round in most ADPs. Hmm. Do we see him moving moving up? Do people need to really start to consider? The closer you get to your draft, yes. We have to, yes, this is a wait and see, folks. I'm sorry. If you draft early, you draft like at the end of June or first week of July, first off, punch your commissioner. <laughs> you should not be drafting that early. We used to have August. back in the day, Craig will remember one of the very first commissioners we had in, in the league that we've been doing forever. He was obsessed with making sure he saw at least one preseason game before a draft. And we used to say to him, why? The first preseason week is all guys who are going to be bagging groceries in two weeks. It's practice squad tryouts. No, you got to see what's going to happen. No, you don't. But there's also the opposite end of it is drafting too early. 
I, you can't draft before July 4th. You can't, except for best ball and dynasty. That's it. Right. Not, not a redraft. Redrafting keepers, you can't draft before July 4th. So, okay. So, you brought up Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Interesting conversation this morning on Sirius XM uh, Fantasy Football Radio. I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. You get to the third round. Okay. You have, let's say, one running back and one wide receiver or a quarterback. So you're sitting there saying to yourself, I got to grab running back here. Mm-hmm. You look at your chart, and the best two guys available <laughs> are Todd Gurley <laughs> and David Johnson. Oh, dear God. What do you do? I, I'm going to draft Gurley. Explain. Because at least Gurley has had proven success more than once. I know he does have the he does have the knee injury, but I feel like that's his only issue, as opposed to David Johnson, who has multiple injuries, even though they may seem minor, but they're still injuries. Like if you break your wrist, you can't really hold the ball. So Todd Gurley is the oldest twenty five year old person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and phys- physically, physically speaking, people are like, oh, my God, he's so hurt. He's so done. He's in the cl-. He's 25. He turns 26 in August. Does anybody has everyone forgotten that 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 he was? Where was this? Is this all pro? So to the Pro Bowl, he was in the Pro Bowl three of the last five years. Yeah. I, was David I, Johnson? I'm gonna go with no. I don't know, but I'm gonna go with no. Hold on, I will search that. David Johnson, and he's got to be older, right? I think he's younger, or the same age. Here we go, David Johnson of the Cardinals. He's 28. He's the oldest 28 year old I've ever met. <laughs> and we've known some people who are freaking old, you know, just in how they they behaved amongst themselves. But yeah, no. Just now, saying. I, I, Frank Gore yep. is healthier than the two of them put together. And by the answer, by the answer to your question is once, once David Johnson has made oh. it to the Pro Bowl, <laughs> that was 2016. That was his big year, right? That was the big year. Then he played one game in 2017. He played all of 2018 and didn't get a thousand yards. He played all 16 games, only started nine of them, but played all 16 games in 2019. Didn't break 500 yards. Nope. Ever since his injury, he has not been the same player. He just no. hasn't. Because it's, it's even though you work out and you rehab and you're good, when you get hurt, it is always in the back of your head that you're going to get hurt again. And, and that comes from a guy who's been hurt on a football field. Yes. And your, your job as a running back, you are going to get hit a lot. Yep. So you may not, you may not think about it all the time, but it's always in the back of your head. Especially if you land wrong or you have a bunch of people hit you at once, you're gonna be yep. like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and you gotta think, you gotta think ninety percent of all plays that, and yes, I am opening my second beer. Nice. Ninety percent uh, of all plays, the running back is gonna take a hit because either he's blocking, he's carrying, or he's a decoy. And those decoy plays, even on those decoy plays, sometimes they get hit. Yeah. Or they, you know, they block a linebacker or safety. Yes. Yes. Linebackers coming full force up the line and a planned, a planned, like rush the quarterback style blitz. You go ahead and try to stop one of those. <laughs> it's going to hurt. 
you're half that guy's <laughs> weight, and you he can bench press three times your weight. It's it's gonna hurt. It's a freight train <laughs> coming through. That's gonna be painful. So yeah, so I I, I got to agree with you. I and I said this last week. I don't know what to make a girly right now. Honestly, don't. No, but well, do. who would who would you pick? Would you pick girly? Girly, I have zero faith in David Johnson. Zero faith. I told you about the guy who I trust. Yeah. And I was reading his rankings. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, right now. Hold on, I'm pulling up the exact number. Oh, what uh, <clears throat> what beer are you drinking? I'm drinking my last of the lasting brass. About uh, three weeks ago, I made a trip up to um, Waterbury to try lasting brass brewing. And uh, I'm trying their. I have their the last of my War Poet. Nice. Which is a fantastic IPA. Um, okay, so just for the record, the guy I trust has David Johnson at 23rd among running backs. Ooh. Outside, well, if it's a 12 team team, it's a, it's an RB2. I always presume 12 team. Barely an RB2. Has him behind David Montgomery. Has him behind behind Raheem Mostert. Bottom line. David Johnson is is in my opinion he's done, he's done he's not reliable. Now where is Todd Gurley on this list? He's not much higher, but he's higher. He's like four or five guys ahead of of David Johnson on the on the list. So, you know what? I just I, I can't. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about how this is going to be a resurgence for Johnson. And I I I'm not I'm I'm uh, bearish on um, Gurley as well, but. If you're telling and me I've how, do you, that how do you feel about the Houston offense as a whole? Uh, I don't know what to make of it. It's been too changed. I'm going to have to see it in action. I can't trust any of them. They're going to be need-only drafting. If I'm in like the ninth round and I need a quarterback and Deshaun Watson is the best available, I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. But I'm not reaching up for him. And I can think of four or five guys off the top of my head. I'm probably going to select before him if I have the option mm-hmm. because I just don't know. That's not saying Watson's not going to have a great year. I'm saying I don't know what kind of year Watson's going to have. Yeah, that's true. You know, so especially that is, you know, like we said, his main target is gone. So exactly. I have no idea what to make of that team. None whatsoever. So believe it or not, that's the extent of my list this week. Wow. It is so quiet between. Yeah, it is. This is a quiet time of the year. Normally. We're dealing with an outbreak. We're dealing with trying to figure out how we could be better as a nation in terms of our racial relations. Football isn't exactly what everybody is worried about, except nope. for Dalvin Cook. <laughs> so, Craig, what's on your mind this week? we got a few minutes. What's on your mind? This this week, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, those last, you know, these last two or three weeks have been really just weird. Um, so, I, you know, I've just been... Checking in on people I work with. Uh, I'm kind of sad. One of the a really good player for the Bengals passed away last week. Uh, Ken Riley. Oh, no kidding. I he was know the e- name. defensive back. He had 65 name. interceptions. Mm-hmm. So while we have a few minutes, there is another topic out there that I was kind of hesitant to bring up, but we sure. have a few minutes because it involves your favorite topic of all time. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> there are people now who are saying, I believe Al Sharpton said mm-hmm. that the NFL can apologize and Goodell can make all the statements he wants, but they have to give Cap a job. Hmm. What are your thoughts on this? I, I don't, I don't know because then 
It's again. So ever since this started, my only thing with Kaepernick was that everything we heard that he was doing or wanted to do or whatever came from other people. Right. So this is just Al Sharpton saying, hey, give this guy a job. Does he mm-hmm. still want to play in the NFL? I don't know. He's, Can his he? Agent Probably. His agent says See, he does. His agent says he does, but the thing about his agent, he's, you know, he's working on commission. Yes. So he's <laughs> no like, contract, no commission. Right. So I don't know if I can really go along with what his agent says, because he's gonna if he does go back in the NFL, he's his agent's gonna get a very large check. Right. So I, for me, yeah, I would just want Colin Kaepernick to say, "Hey, I want to play," or "Hey, I'm done. I'm doing this now." That's See, either I think, way. And I and and you and I have had this conversation numerous times off the air before. Basically. To me, his silence speaks more than what he can say. And the fact that he isn't making a fuss and he isn't saying anything and he isn't standing, he isn't holding driveway workouts saying things no. like, there was I that love weird, the weird workout thing they did last year, which was an attempt to, to defuse his lawsuit. Right. I, that was that was purely the NFL saying, all right, everybody comes and watches him work out. Nobody signs him. We can use that in the lawsuit saying he can't play. Right. That's all that was, you know, but. And yeah, he kind of—I felt like he submarined that a little bit himself too. But he, listen, the NFL really, really, really is serious about this. You're going to have some serious issues to resolve from the top down. Why not create some sort of office and put him in charge of it? Yeah, Get, there you go. You know, I, it's and, something. You know, every right now, every team has a starting quarterback. Would he want to sign as a backup? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So we don't know. So all right, one quick more topic, and then we'll yeah. do closing thoughts. So CBS Sports has been doing these things called the Franchise Five. Okay. Where they look at franchises and they pick the five greatest players. I've got okay. the Jaguars one up on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Off the top of your head, give me. Give me as many people as you think you can name. Oh God! Off of this list, the great because they're a relatively young franchise. Yeah, they're what twenty something year old something nineties. Yep. yep. And I'm going to tell you right now, one of the five guys on this list, which is the the kind of the twist of this, has never played for this franchise. Really? Wait, what? Yep. One of the best five players in franchise history never played for the Jaguars. Really? Yep. <laughs> yep. He's in there for front office slash coaching duties. Uh, uh, All right. So let's right. just give it a shot. The franchise five of the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. I'm just going to say random names. I remember they're definitely probably not in the top five. No, let's play until you get three wrong. We'll do the three strike rule. All right. Um, Mark Brunel. He's on there. Nice. <laughs> He's on there. Ding for Craig. That's one. <laughs> Uh, Blake Bortles. Nope. Sad. That's one miss. Uh, who else went there? Blake Bortles should be on the list. Franchise five uh, should just be one. Oh yeah, deep deep cut. Uh, Kyle Brady. No, but that's a great answer. <laughs> that's a great answer, but that's strike two. You got one more shot. Uh, mm, hmm. I, th- I think you deserve a clue here. All right. Some might describe him as fragile. Fred Lane. 
No, Fred Lane's dead. He is dead. <laughs> he was I'm a, sorry. He was a panther. <laughs> That's well, they came out at the same. They started at the same time. The other Fred. <laughs> Come on, I'm not going to count that as a strike. The other Fred. Ah, duh. Oh, he's drawing a blank. Hold on, wait, wait, wait for it. Oh, Don't Fred Taylor. Taylor. There it is. Taylor. There it is. All right, so there's two. You got one more strike and no more clues. Oh, man. This is really hard. <laughs> because this team has been really bad. Uh, they've had receivers? The there the is receivers? a receiver on the list. There is? There is one receiver on the list. I feel like this guy played for them for like 20 years, and it's a lie. <laughs> he really played for two games. <laughs> uh, I'm, trying to, uh, just, uh, I'm trying to see when he was there. Uh, who was there? Oh, what's his name? Wasn't um the guy that's that's uh, coach now that Tom Brady went to go see? Duh, blah, blah, blah. Byron Leftwich. Yeah, he was a stealer. And no, so that's strike three. <laughs> no, he was a he, he was, was a he jaguar. Was a jaguar at one point, yes. All right, so the rest of Jimmy Smith. Oh yeah. Jimmy Smith was the wideout, and the other two are Tony Baselli. Wow. And the fifth, the one who never played a game, was Tom Coughlin. <laughs> this franchise is so woeful <laughs> that they had to put Tom Coughlin in their franchise <laughs> five hole. Because there's no one else. And, and you know what the worst part is? I guarantee he got in before Mark Brunell. Probably. I Wasn't Mark Brunell come... their first quarterback? Mark Brunell was... They, they got him in the expansion draft from the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They stole right. him from the Steelers because everyone was like, why is Mark Brunell not protected? And the reality was they did not want to pay Mark Brunell. The Steelers <laughs> were hoping he would be taken. <laughs> So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I'm like, we, we might have to do more of these. I'll, I'll look up a couple more of these. I was just like, that was, gotta that be was good. Me. That was good. You've got to be kidding me. Seriously? Let me see if there's a, a Cincinnati Bengals uh, franchise five. That would be a fair uh, test of your skills, I think. Oh, there is. Oh, no. All right. We may, we'll skip final thoughts to do this. <laughs> okay. We'll skip final thoughts to do this. <laughs> Give me the franchise five of the Cincinnati Bengals. Where the hell's the picture with the names? Oh, you're gonna need that. Gonna need I don't that. Know people. Oh, why is the internet decide it's gonna be a pain in the neck right now? I probably even cut out. Can you even hear me? No, I can hear. I can hear you. I can hear you. All right. It's processing my request. All right, go ahead. Give me a name. Uh, Ken Anderson. Uh, yes, <laughs> Ken Anderson is one of the names on the list. Uh, Trying to refresh the page now. Oh, go on. Anthony Munoz. He's got to be on here, right? He has to be. Where's the picture? Should be. I don't want to read your article. I just want the picture of the five people. (laughs) Okay, there's one. Uh huh. Ken Anderson. We already. Oh, there it is. Okay. What was what was your answer? Oh, put away. Oh. I got it. I got it. Okay. You said Anthony Munoz. Mm Hmm. So we got Anderson and Munoz, right? Yep. Absolutely correct. Good, good. Two, two for two. Uh, Boomer. No. Really? Boomer Esiason is not on the list. Hmm. That's shocking to me, too. That is. That is. Like, what are we doing all... Is this, like, just stats? I don't know. Oh, all right. <laughs> I just found this article. Uh, oh, that's Chad, Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson is on the list. All right. 
Chad Johnson is on the list. Why does this keep resetting? What is going on with my internet? Stop. <laughs> the internet does it goes not away. like you. <laughs> Ashley you Ambrose. Two? No, strike Ooh. two. I will say I'm pretty sure the other two are before we were born. Eric Bieniemy. No, although I love that name. All right, so that's it. You've struck out. You got three out of five, which is pretty good. The See, other it? two names you missed were Isaac Curtis. Okay. Uh, who was a wide receiver there from 73 to 84. Uh, Boomer Sison, by the way, is under just missed. Oh, okay. Uh, where's the other guy's name? Chad Johnson that you got. Anthony Munoz. Anthony Munoz you got. Ken Anderson. Ken got. And... Jim Breach. <laughs> no. Is this another... Is it Paul Brown? Yeah, well, there you go. He... he... Paul Brown. He did start the Bengals, and the Browns are named after him. So there you go. So three out of five. Not bad. I don't know that I would do that well. Next week, I will I will task you with this. You need to go on CBS Sports and find the Kansas City Franchise 5. All right, we'll do, we'll and do that. You can you can, uh, you can can quiz me on it. And we still do have two minutes for final thoughts. Craig, what do you got for final thoughts? You know, final thoughts? Um, really, really, the cure is over the same from last week. You know, just listen to people. Definitely should still wear a mask and start paying attention to draft uh, analysis. Yeah, it's time to start prepping, guys. For me, it, it, it's it's exactly that. I honestly, the more we go into the intricacies of reopening our society after COVID, and we're not after. That's the worst part. I saw a graphic this morning, this, this morning, this evening on the news. That showed like seven states have had drastic rises in hospitalizations. Shocking. Since Memorial Day. Yeah. They're all in the south where everyone was like, we don't need to socially distance. States like Texas. Shocking to me that they're. Florida Florida was not on the list. But like Alabama was. And Alabama had all those parties, you know, over Memorial Day weekend. So I don't know that we're going to have a season. But I'll I'll be damned if I'm going to be caught flat-footed. So I am going to prepare as if there is a season and a full season at that. That's right. That's how you should do it, damn it. Do not be one of those owners that sits there and goes, eh, I don't know. Or sits there and goes, well, I don't know if this going to be then... a season. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and then you wind up drafting like Sean. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, is Curtis Anderson still there? Yeah, he went four rounds ago. Oh, when did that happen? Four rounds ago. We just told you that. Uh, we love you, Sean. And hi, Deb. And hi, Deb. Historically, I'm, I've am i had a few beers in our, our drafts the last couple of years. Even I'm better than this guy. I'm worse. <laughs> I'm better drunk than this guy is sober in draft timing. <laughs> Drives a man nuts. It's true. It's true. Anyway, wherever you're listening to us, please leave us a review. We would love to hear some feedback from you. We do read our feedback, and we take it very seriously. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. We're also available via email at fignutsdfs uh, at gmail.com. Leave that first at off. I'm just so used to saying that at in front of things. Uh, We'll be back next week. Two more episodes before the dramatic season three. Are we up to season? No, we're in. Are we in season three? We're in season three. Season four? Season three. Four. Four. Yep. We'll be starting four. Holy crap. Where does time go? Crazy, right? Yeah. Season four in July. Until then, uh, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fignuts Podcast. Have a great week, everybody.